Kia ora, I'm Georgia. I'm Catherine. And you're listening to... Pimpod! everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Parent Pod. Georgia, how are you? Good. Um, how are you? You're in New Zealand. Great. Welcome I back. am in, yeah, <gasps> touchdown. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm so happy to be back. So happy to be back. It's so nice having you back. It's, um, yeah, I feel just like such a huge relief. I bet. You need to um, fill us all in on how the asking for the letter went, how the flights were. Um, Originally, obviously, you were meant to be flying into Auckland. Luckily, with all the crazy weather up there, sidebar, we're really thinking of anyone in Auckland right now. Um, Yeah, obviously, you were meant to be flying in there and you luckily had changed your flights. Tell us all about it. Yeah, so... Obviously, I said last time that I really struggled to get that. Well, I didn't get a letter from my obstetrician. Went to my GP um, and he said no as well. Oh. <laughs> I, I was like, I really, I no, like I'm, no, I really, really need this. You need to give me a fit to fly letter. I like, can't get on board without it. He was like, but I haven't seen you all pregnancy. Like I can't say, you know, that you have an uncomplicated pregnancy and a healthy to fly. Um, and... I was like getting really stressed about it, trying to give him all these reasons of why he should give it to me. He just like was not accepting over an answer. And he was like, okay, well, I'll do your blood pressure and your heart rate. And he did it. And he's like, oh, your heart rate's a bit high. And Be I like, said, because I'm so because, stressed. Because I'm so stressed right now. Like, please Aww. give me the letter. Um, and eventually he gave me a letter, which was two sentences yeah. and just said, at the time that I saw her. Her pregnancy was uncomplicated, um, but oh. I got it. And hilariously, not a single person asked me for the letter. On the oh, whole. you're joking! Yeah, like oh the whole my. two flights over. Yeah, which you like? You look full term, right? You don't. It's not like you're twenty weeks yeah. and kind of like you're you're full term. Yeah. So I just thought that was so funny. I guess people are thinking, like the airline probably thinks, well. You're not going to be silly enough to get onto the plane, surely, if you're going to Surely not with two toddlers as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what was she thinking? So, yeah, and then the flights were great. Like, the kids were so good on the flights. They just – I read an entire book on the on Pardon? The I know. Like, <laughs> flying alone with two toddlers somehow managed to read an entire book. Couldn't believe oh. it. Did they, they sleep just... or were they just happy watching movies and – so I so yeah I did I changed my flight originally I was going straight Perth to Auckland and then yeah to Christchurch which was an overnight flight because it is it's 10 hours yeah flight from Perth to Christchurch yeah and then a couple weeks ago my friend just did the flight my friend in Perth did the flight and said oh my god it was bloody awful because by the time we got on board and they did dinner and drinks and put the lights out, it was like half past midnight. And so yeah. the kids then were so overtired, they didn't sleep. Yeah. And so I decided to change my flights to two day flights instead off the back of that. Cause I thought I just can't be dealing with losing a whole night's sleep. Yeah. Um, 
thank God, because then obviously, yeah, um, the flight I was supposed to be getting was cancelled. Thank uh, It's like something from the universe being like, Catherine, mm. change these flights. <laughs> My desperation for sleep. Oh. <laughs> but um, yes, the flights were amazing. So great. Can't complain. I landed at Christchurch at like half past midnight, but it was all good because it was only actually the boys' bedtime in Perth. It's like, this is sweet. We've done it. We've got here. Can't believe it. Um, and then our bags didn't arrive. Oh, <laughs> was, of course. Um, yeah. Uh, which was bags I can cope with. It was the fact we didn't have any car seats. Because, oh. um, yeah. And I said to them, like, I don't really know what you expect me to do because I don't have car seats. And they didn't have any they could give me. Which... It's oh just, my god so what did yeah, you do so, so well the worst thing about it was it took two hours from realizing my luggage wasn't there to then actually being able to leave the airport because of oh. all the paperwork you have to fill in like there was a huge queue because they'd lost loads of luggage so two hours so by this point yeah it's half past two in the morning and the boys oh my were god. starting to lose the plot as was i yeah. um so i ended up uh my friend i ended up staying at the hotel in the airport that night and my friend dropped off car seats well picked us up with car seats in the morning um because I still don't have them uh thankfully I've been able to borrow um some from friends thank god but the best bit about (laughs) the bit where like that pushed me over the edge so we're in the we're waiting in this bloody queue baggage complaints whatever and Hugh, my three-year-old, spots a tiny beetle on the floor and um, picks it up and starts playing with it. And they fall in love with this beetle. Uh, and I was like, oh, great. Yeah, something that's keeping them occupied. Like that literally is what got us through that two hours. Yeah. Um, and they're wanting to like feed it and they name it and showing it to everyone. Absolutely in love. Hugh's telling me all the big plans he has for this beetle when it gets back to our house. Um and was really excited to be its dad. <laughs> it was great. And I was like, perfect. You know, this couldn't have worked out any better. And then um, some one of the baggage guys was helping me go through customs because um, with the boys and stuff. And customs were like, anything to declare? I was like, no, no, all good. I haven't brought any food or anything like that. And the bloody baggage guy was like, they do have a beetle. <laughs> oh, oh. My God. Yeah, no, we do. Yeah, we do. Uh, but, I mean, we literally picked it up on the floor just there, like pointed at it, like it's your beetle. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and Hugh looked horrified. He had it in his hand. And they said, I'm really sorry. You can't, like, we're going to have to confiscate it. Like, what, did they think you'd brought it all the way from Australia? Well, they just said it's not, like, it's it's on, like, the side that's not, like, clean, if you know what I mean right because you haven't gone through customs so like it could be stink bug or something um i was like do you want to tell my child that then yeah well i was like good luck good luck taking the beetle because (gasps) oh my god i I was so that was the thing that tipped me over the edge like not not the lost bags and so they said i'm really sorry we're gonna have to take the beetle away and 
Hugh started crying hysterically, like on the floor, clutching the beetle. And he just kept saying, it doesn't have any parents. Like, but the beetle doesn't have any parents. It's going to live with me. I'm, I'm, I'm all it has. Um, and they were just like, we're really sorry, but you need, we need to take it. <laughs> and then, and he was just, so, I was like cuddling him on the floor, sobbing, like as in he was sobbing. And I was I thought like, you were going to say just, you were sobbing on the floor. Well, I started like welling up because I felt so, like he was oh. so sad about about it and he had like these two these two like border officers trying to take it from him um so hilariously in the end I was like (laughs) I said to them you need to tell him that you're going to be its parents because that's a concern (laughs) (laughs) and and, like that's the only way you're going to get it off him and I'm sure I don't I don't know if they had kids but I'm sure they were thinking like it's a child just bloody take it off him like you're yeah. the parent but yeah. in that moment he's just moved countries he's so over emotional like we've been here for hours um it's the middle of the night so anyway they did they were like um we're gonna be its parents we'll look after oh, it oh <laughs> good on them one day, um, okay if they don't if they don't have kids now one day if they do have kids they'll be like remember that time <laughs> they'll appreciate it we and get it like, now <laughs> yeah and i was like see they want to they want to have the beetle they want to be its parents like it's all great so he, he was like crying okay you can have it like please take care of him oh um, that's so sweet though yeah and then they handed him a leaflet being like look you can take this picture of him home and it's like this massive picture of uh of this stink bug where it is with like a cross over it being like do not let this into new zealand oh <laughs> it's like, gosh no, take it back <laughs> he's basically telling you're telling him you're about to destroy this beetle please please don't yeah please um, don't traumatize my child now no so i had to carry like he just sobbed all the way back oh, but, oh well um, great call staying in the airport <laughs> um hotel for that uh, night yeah like thank god because by the time i got them to bed it was like 3 30 in the morning and then i was like i oh. do actually need to wake them up at you know like 8 30 so we don't get too out of sync so far out yesterday was bad on I like bet. five hours sleep yeah. but we're getting there so i can't complain we're all here we're all healthy i still have all but uh, your husband all about my husband he needs to get here soon i'm yeah desperately want him to arrive but yeah we are hanging in there and i'm just so grateful to be home and still pregnant yeah i was gonna say i'm pleased that you're still in one piece and now baby can come as soon as matt touches down baby can come anytime well maybe when matt touches down i then got like a long list of diy jobs i need him to do like the bassinet and all those things so once i've done the list your first child you probably would have had done 20 weeks ago (laughs) yeah i'm like i need these he'll be 38 weeks when i arrive like you need to get these done quickly like move fast don't relax i don't care if you haven't slept (laughs) straight into it yeah and then baby can arrive yeah and what about you what's been happening um we tackled toilet training i think i'd said <gasps> yes last episode or a couple of episodes before like oh we're just gonna wait and then yeah we woke up on saturday morning and we were just like should we just do it and we just kind of did it and harry's been great he's just yeah kind of been taking himself off he's had a few accidents but it's only been if he's been really busy playing or you know preoccupied with something else yeah which is understandable I totally get that yeah um, totally he 
first day back at preschool, he um like did all of his wees on the toilet. Which oh my was, gosh, good on him. Yeah, which was really great. So Do you reckon like it was seeing the big kids go to the toilet? I think so. Yeah, I definitely think so. Um so yeah, that's kind of been us really. Well, not just that, but That's it, a huge it, it, thing. Yeah, it is. It was it was quite a big took like a lot of um mental like capacity, I guess, over Yeah. The last few days, but I'm really pleased with his progress. And yeah, if he needs to chuck a nappy back on, then that's all good too. So we'll just kind of see how we go with it. Go, Harry. Yeah, he's so big. Like, I yeah. just, it's just, it's one of those moments where it's like, wow, we've done nappies with you for nearly three years. And that was just like part of our every day with you. And yeah. now it's not. And it's just. Yeah, it's really nice only having to change one child's nappy. Yeah. <laughs> he's grown up, Georgia. Before you know it, he's moving out. Oh, don't even go there. Having don't. his own kids. Oh, no, he will be no. my baby forever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, Catherine, what is your recommendation for this week? Oh, holy moly. My recommendation uh, would be... Um, good, good question. Those, ma- have you seen those like magic books? Oh, this is a, this I, is for- okay. I was just going to say, what was those things in your story that you put up? Was this them? Yeah. So they're from Kmart. I think they're only like $4. Absolute genius. And it's just like a, it's one of those books that you color in with just a white marker and it like colors in the whole page for you. I think they're called so like good. magic inkables and for travel, they are incredible. And so if they, they for, can't like yeah. draw on anything else, it's only works no. on that paper. Mm-hmm. No, it reminds me of those like, do you, do you remember ink erasers? Those like pens that would ink like rub out your writing at school yes yeah it's like one of those but you draw it all over the page and it colors in the whole page for you like a farm scene but what I've used them for in the past is I'll always keep a couple in the change bag for if we if we like spontaneously go for dinner or something with the kids oh, because great idea they'll sit and do them for like 20 minutes which is quite a long time isn't it um, yeah for a child that is yeah so they are they were amazing I mean yeah they're they're like pretty cheap from Kmart, so highly recommend. I think they're called Magic Inkables. Okay, yeah, nice. Yeah, what about you? Um, mine's a little bit of a different one. So this is something that a friend gave me when I had Harry, and then she's also given it to some other friends, and then it's one of those things that friends have seen and then they've bought. It's actually a necklace, and um, when I had Harry, she got me a. T and an H, um, not a charm, but like a little. What are these pendant? Yeah, pendant. Yeah, that's so oh, I've got a T and an H. And then when Florence was born, I she gave me an F, obviously. Oh, so that's so yeah, gorgeous. It's, it's something that I wear all the time, and it's yeah, amazing how many people comment on it and, um. It was such a special, special, special gift to get as a new mum. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I emotional. Friends, but, yeah. <laughs> it was it was really special, actually. Um, and it was something like a, 
a friend she's bought it for herself which is also awesome so yeah, yeah. if you're looking for something for yourself um or yeah for a friend that's just had a new baby it's from kirsten i think it's kirsten or, yeah kirsten ash yeah oh from, yes from um she's got some beautiful jewelry and it's like a reasonable price range for what it is i think so yes I can pop a link to those. Yeah, but yeah definitely. Really, it's something that is like I I feel like it's a really special part of me. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's it is so gorgeous. You have to send some pictures with it yes, on. And put them I up. probably need to um, get it cleaned up a little bit, but yeah, and you can get silver. And then she, this friend was so thoughtful. Like she knew I wore silver jewelry, so she got me silver. She knew one of our other friends wore gold, so she got her a gold one. Oh. Good um, friend. Oh, amazing friend. So, yeah. That's it's, a great baby shower gift if you want to, like, go in with people. Yes, definitely. Yep. And it's just so great that you can then just add the add the wee letters to it. So, yeah. yeah. And if you're so tired you can't remember your children's names, at least you have narrowed it down to one of three. True. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it begins with one of these letters. One of these letters. can't remember which one, but... <laughs> Um, great. Well, this week we have um, Kiwi Dad, don't we? Yes. Yeah, we chat to Logan about all things dad, I guess. Um, and finances. Yeah, this, great yes. financial, like, like financial advice for families. It's like, you know, really easily understandable and accessible. Yeah. 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 Enjoy. Great chat. Right, this week we have the awesome Kiwi Dad himself chatting to us on the podcast, Logan Donnelly. Logan lives in Tauranga with his gorgeous wife Charlie and their one-year-old daughter Delilah. Logan has become a well-known face in Aotearoa's parenting community with his brilliant Instagram page, Kiwi Dad. Here he shares the reality of relationships and parenting, as well as some awesome tips for your little ones. Logan is also a bit of a financial guru for young whanos, having been featured on the project and in stuff with some, oh, sorry, with some help with the cost of living. If you aren't already, we highly recommend following him on Instagram, even if it's just to see the gorgeous photos of baby Delilah. Thank you so much for joining us, Logan. Um, how are you? I'm good, guys. Thanks for having me. It's um, nice. It's cool hearing it and then being on the on the podcast. It's um, yeah, quite surreal. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> We've been meaning to get you on for a while, so thank you. Thanks for making awesome. the time to chat to us. Yeah, definitely. And how's how's dad life treating you at the moment? How was Christmas and everything? Yeah, I think um, I listened to you guys one. I think it was last week. How you talked about when you've got. Bub's holidays are just completely different and this is our yeah. first proper one like that and um oh yeah totally I feel like it just went and we're just as tired um yeah 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 I mean it's nice to have like that dedicated family time yeah and not have like a million other things going on so that was cool yeah. just to like chill out and just like play at the beach and stuff like that so that was really cool Aww. but um yeah definitely Got a bit tired still, but we'll figure yeah. it out. Uh, <laughs> it's not those sleepins that you're used yeah, to on holiday, is it? Totally. <laughs> no, yeah. that's so true. And Delilah, is she what fourteen months now? Yeah, she's fourteen months in a couple of days. Yeah. Oh, gorgeous! So, that's yeah. Such she would have been at such a fun age. And, 
Yeah, Aww, yeah. It's um, I really like that we can like we have little play fights and stuff now, you know. And um, Aww. yeah, that's probably my favorite age so far. Yeah, we are going for like a bit of a sleep regression in a way where oh. uh, she's had maybe one or two wake ups, and now we're having a few. But there's a bunch of teeth coming through, you know. It yeah. Is what it is. yeah, always something happening. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so true. And that like twelve to eighteen month stage is such a there's so much going on, isn't there? Yeah, cognitively, you can just see everything, all the cogs moving, and yeah, yeah it's wild to see. Um, she'll figure something out one day that'll take quite a while. All right, standing on a box, and then the next day she can do it straight away. You know, you're like, man, it's just boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. I always imagine like really cool. when they go to bed, their brain must just be like processing everything that day, because then the next day they yeah they just wake up and can do it. Yeah, I remember we watched um, the doc on Netflix Babies, which was more oh, about yeah. um, the science behind it. And they said if they go to sleep, basically it's like saving the memories. But if they miss wow. the sleep, it doesn't save the memories very well. So, um, yeah, they showed them like objects. And if they didn't have a good sleep, they couldn't remember the sequence. But if they did, they could. So, yeah, you're basically right. Yeah, it does actually save it uh, into their brains. Wild. So as long as they Babies sleep. are amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they oh. really are. Um, so Logan, what was it that made you start the Kiwi Dad page on Instagram? And we should probably say it's underscore Kiwi Dad, isn't it? Yes, this is yep. true. Yep. Some other guy oh, got yeah. Kiwi Dad oh, without oh. the underscore and he's just a dad <laughs> that's from New Zealand. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think, well, we touched on it just before we started, but, um, yeah, for me it was mainly... I, when we found out we were having a baby, I love to like research. That's just how I kind of, I operate. It's how I feel comfortable and stuff. I just Google and try and learn everything I can. Um, and then yeah, when I looked it up, it's like, I'd say 98% of all content is like mum based, mum's mm. talking other mums. And it's also, yeah. in my opinion, it's quite like negatively geared. It's like, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't. And oh, often they yeah. like actually conflict too. Like one says, you should have blackout curtains and the next one says you shouldn't have blackout you know it's um, <laughs> yeah, yeah but yeah it was pretty much just that um yeah like like I said earlier the how to dad guy I thought he was doing it and then I found out it was just sort of comedy stuff mm. and then the, like one of the only books I could find was uh dude you're gonna be a dad which is like an American book but the whole context of it was like sucks for you man like no more hanging out with the boys and i was like this isn't why i wouldn't if i was that type of person why would i even be reading the book you know yeah um, yeah yeah. so um yeah i think it was basically that it started as like i'll just make something then that i would like to see and i know it's kind of evolved from that to like in some ways i look back at some of my very first videos and i'm like oh yeah i can tell what headspace you're in there and you just have no idea what you're doing. And, um, <laughs> I think for future future babies, it'll be cool too to be like, oh, yeah, I remember when I was trying that. That, 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 that did work or it didn't work or yes. whatever. So, yeah, it's it basically, it's kind of just evolved out of that. Yeah. Nice. And it's almost like and a what? great, jur- sorry, a journal spot, I guess, for you and I guess for Delilah when she's older because... Yeah, and that's yeah. actually something that it's evolved as like, now I, I get like photos and videos more of all of us as a family because you have that little motivator and I'm like, cool, I have like this huge library of videos and pictures and like if I edit some together, you know, you go back and you look at the ones from when she was two, three months old 
that maybe I would have looked at, but not nearly as often. And so yeah. you just see it and you just can stop and have that appreciation, that gratitude a little easier. It's, um, yeah, it's cool. Oh, yeah. And what, what kind of things have you been sharing on your page? Oh, man, all sorts. Yeah, I mean, it started <laughs> off as um, like finance sort of tips because that was yeah. sort of where I first started. And then I wanted to just start talking about stuff that I was figuring out. Um, yeah, we, we did a few like kind of parent courses and stuff and I'd get little nuggets from that and podcasts like you guys. Um, yeah, there's been a few, so, like one of the more popular ones was the like percentage check-in where basically when you come home, you just say percentage check to your partner and that might be like a four out of 10 and you might say you're a seven out of 10. So you're like, okay, I'm yeah. a seven. Cool. I'll, I'll do the, uh, the dishes and everything tonight. Let's get you back over a five. And then if you're both like under a five then it's like, okay, let's try and get some help. Let's get, you know, the family, whatever we can, Uber eats. And if it keeps happening, then it's like, okay. Why and and same like if, if uh, my partner's always like a four every day it's like okay we need to change something yeah and yeah it's so easy but you just like if you don't spend the time and you don't have a framework to even check because you're just figuring things out right it's um so yeah I mean I a lot of it is that. just that mm, yeah just like, those kind of ideas and that's something that you can take forward through to as Delilah gets older as well like yeah. how nice she comes yeah. home from school or preschool mm. and you can say you know. How are you out of 10? That's like an easy thing for kids yeah, totally. to relate to, isn't it? I was thinking yeah, yeah. you can tell you're an educator because that's such a yeah. great <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. such a great tactic for, you know, kids in your class that maybe need some help with self-regulation, isn't it? Yeah, I think um even like as adults, when you're naked, if you've had like constant broken sleep, to articulate, you know, you, you just say I'm tired, but you can't really articulate what you need help with or anything. But like a quick number is just like, okay. It's an easy snapshot of where you're at. You know, if you're a one, oh, okay, we need to get in there straight away. Yeah. And it's so much yeah, better than just saying, I'm really tired. Mm. So, and um, I think yeah, that's stuff like actually, that. that's so important, like, as – I, like I've been a stay-at-home mom and sometimes, especially in those early days, like when we had two and Tomo would come home from work and I would just be like, I'm I'm done for the day. And actually I probably didn't think about the fact that, hey, he actually might have also had a really hard day at work. Mm. Maybe we just need to both share the load. I would kind of just be like, oh, my God, that was so hard. Take them both. Yeah. Whereas yeah. like that would have been such an easy way to check in and be like, okay, well, I'm at a four. Oh, but actually, yeah, you're also at a four. So we just need to be yeah looking out for each other, on, I guess. On that one, um, this one we do, I don't think I made a video on it, but like um, a 10-minute tax, if either of us goes out, before you come back home, you like pull over, no, I just pull over down the road. You just take 10 minutes, you like have a breath, no phone, just like whatever practice you do and like take the hat off. So if you're a work hat, okay, work's done. Back in a parent mode, back in a partner mode. And honestly, like it only takes like a, like yeah, five, 10 minutes, or yeah. buy yourself a chocolate bar, whatever you need, do something, like finish with that, go on to that one. And then mm. you don't have all the, because if you, I found that like I often work in Auckland, and then I'll come back. I've been there for two nights. Come back and Charles, you know, just tapped out. Here you go. And yeah. I struggled with that because I would try and drive home straight away so that I'd be home straight away, you know. Yeah. But then I'd be so tired, and then you just pull over, ten minute recharge, and then I go and I'm like, cool. I know what I am here. This is I'm what ready. I'm doing. And yeah, yeah. And you've just had that little psych up time. And nice. it's funny because you feel like ten minutes is a long time we have you're driving you're gonna be a bit later but really it's you know it's nothing and if you go in with a better perspective mm, sweet. yeah yeah that's yeah. So if you're the true. um 
if you're the one at home, 10 minutes can feel like a really long time. But yeah, and that is basically, it's, but, um, but if, it flows, it. if it flows both ways as well, exactly. you know, and that's where you've got to try and have that open communication. And, um, yeah. But I mean, 10 minutes is also, that's just traffic, right? Like, yeah. you, you don't actually yeah. know, and if the person coming in is coming in positive compared to coming in grumpy and bringing work with them, it's, it's probably better I have that 10 minute delay yeah, yeah it's, I see your it's point. so funny like I've talked to a friend about it before and like if you expect your partner home at like 5 30 say and for whatever reason they're like five <laughs> ten minutes late it's just like irrational rage oh my yeah, gosh it is yeah. I mean, yes and it's like why am I so angry that you're five minutes late and I've obviously would never be angry at Tomo it's like and as soon as they're there it's oh, fine man. but as you're waiting you're like oh my god I I've totally been get hunting it. down all day. <laughs> it's like um, if, um, I don't know, Char said she was going to um, load up the washing machine or something. I'm like, sweet. And then I've come and it's not loaded up. I'm like, but you said you were going to do it. And then yeah. I'm like, and I'm like it's still, it doesn't even matter. Like by tomorrow, no. we forgot. But like, yeah. Yeah. again, it's funny in that first sort of six months of a, a baby, I think all uh, that stuff just gets turned right up and you yeah. can't differentiate. Yes. What's a big deal and what isn't? It's, um, yeah. yeah. I actually had a like moment of reflection last night because Tomo had to go like last minute away for work. So it was home like nearly an hour later than he normally would have been. And I was like, man, this time last year, that would have really thrown yeah. me. And I would have been like, oh, my God, how am I going to do dinner and do all of that on my own? Mm. Whereas now I'm like, oh, that's all good. Like, that's fine. Yeah. And it was just like a nice moment to reflect. Yeah, like, cool. Oh, like we have come a long way. Yeah, those. Yeah, you should um jot, jot that down somewhere. Yeah, like, you know, a I journal should. or a notes just sort of be like, yeah, actually, I'm like, we're killing it because yeah. I think you just get so lost in like the day to day. You don't take those moments to look back and be like, actually, it's going pretty well right now. It's yeah, um, yeah, it's so true. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've been also quite open about your infertility journey. Um, and we were thinking like we hear so much from mums about that and how it can affect them emotionally and physically but yeah how how did that um affect you as a dad yeah yeah sure so um yeah I did an episode on kiwi birth tales where I explain Mm. all of it if you want to listen to it um that was actually another motivator for kiwi dad it was like couldn't find dad stuff um did this budget thing and people needed a way to download it and then I'd done that birth towers episode and people were asking me questions on my like personal profile. And I was like, oh, I should just make a Kiwi dad thing. Mm, and then, yeah. so that kind of all linked in and that's how I got more into the parents stuff. Right. Um, but real high level, I, um, I had like a head injury from a car crash and it uh, basically damaged my pituitary gland, which does your hormones and stuff. Um, super long story condensed. I had to go on testosterone replacement um and it's basically you have to inject like every couple of days but it makes your sperm count just go to zero like it yeah it doesn't not for all men but basically most of them it's like it's basically a contraceptive but once you're on it you're on it for life so i think that's why it's not um advertised as such right um but yes that was a long journey of like oh can i get my fertility back and and we weren't sure at the time and then I got into my research mode, as I do, and found all these different fertility drugs. And um, there's only one in New Zealand you could get, but it was just for women. Um, mm-hmm. And it took a long time to convince a doctor, like, no, nah, men can have it as well, because in other countries, that's how it works. Um, but, yeah, again, like when looking up, if you try and find a guy talking about male infertility, mm. talk about the most narrow. It's um, yeah. I think there's, like, fertility is sort of linked and my, like, the way it seems to me society-wise, there is, like, a sort of connection with, like, 
masculinity yeah. and fertility. So like as a guy, mm-hmm. if you can't have babies, it's there's a sort of shame there, I think, and that's why a lot of guys don't talk about it. Um, so yeah, that, that was a big thing for me was um, that, I mean, the actual drugs themselves, the fertility drugs, um, they like spike your estrogen. Um, they basically do their job and then they turn into estrogen. So you like, as a guy, you get essentially PMS symptoms. So you get a uh, right. bloated face, uh, low libido, or ever all the normal stuff, um, as well as I completely, and it was great for empathy, I completely could not regulate my mood. So I would, um, yeah. I would just suddenly feel like, like rage and then I just like <laughs> want to cry and actually get watery eyes and I just couldn't do it I couldn't and I was like oh man like is this what it's like you know it's um yep. yeah 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 I think um yeah it was and it, it was quite challenging like at one point I think it was maybe four months and I've taken these drugs and like you have to inject it in your stomach every two days it's a whole oh, thing wow. and I was like and we didn't even know if it would work you know it's like mm-hmm. try it for a year mm-hmm. maybe two years and if it doesn't work then we're going to have to try like IVF and all that stuff. Um, and yeah, I was honestly like at around four months. I don't know if I can keep doing this, mm. but then we went into the sperm count and it was working like oh. way ahead of schedule. And we're like, oh, oh yeah. And that was like a good way to push through. Um, yeah. And it all worked out. We had little Delilah. So um, oh. yeah, but I'm not looking forward to going on them again, but I will have to again in the future. And hopefully they work just as quickly. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh, yeah, really challenging. And that, that's hard, like, to be told a year or two. Like, for someone saying that to you, it probably doesn't sound like a long time. But when you're in that position, that is a really bloody long time to have to be, yeah, injecting yourself every two days and dealing with those changes as well. Yeah, I got really good at that time of, like, mindfulness stuff um, and bre- breath work and stuff because I was like, I can't. I've got to be able to regulate. Um, I was teaching an intermediate class at the time, and, you know, uh Kids love to like just pick at little things, and I just had no yeah. like fortitude. So like, that was fine. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, good silver lining was that yeah, I got quite into sort of yeah, meditating, Wim Hof yeah. breathing, stuff like that to try nice. and regulate. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for sharing that because yeah, that is like it is really brave, and um, I think it's important for people to hear what you've been through. So yeah. Oh no worries. <laughs> So, Logan, how is fatherhood? What have been your real, um, like, peaks and, and troughs, I guess, so far with baby Delilah and your new Farno? Yeah, no, it's, it, right now it's great. Um, probably the first six months I found, like, way more challenging than I expected. Um, I don't know what I expected, but, yeah, um, Lila had, had, like, quite bad reflux. She had quite a rocky start and had to be in um, NICU for mm. the first few days and be on antibiotics and stuff like that um and then yeah she basically just had terrible reflux so she would be she could should doze off and then you know half an hour later you'd literally see her vomit up milk and then wake up crying and it was a yeah it was a long long process of finding medications like uh meprosol and things like that and then that like then um constipates so then you have to like we didn't want to give her that stuff that stops that so we took her off uh, there's a whole lot of ups and downs. Um, mm. Yeah, so that, that, that was really challenging, I think, for all of us in that, yeah, there's just so much broken sleep. Like, I know you get broken sleep, but it was just, it was, yeah, it was a lot. Um, and, yeah, I think I probably, like, in retrospect now, I think I, like, dove right into work and, and like, budgeting. I went super crazy on the budget because that was, like, something I could control, you know, like, yeah. I I can fix our like I can manage all our finances and we can keep things going. And mm. so I think I probably like 
got almost obsessive about that, trying to find the best deal. And um, and I mean, it worked out well in a sense because I you know, made a guide and it ended up you know going all around and going on TV for it and stuff. So so that's yeah. like a positive. Um, but yeah, I think I really did actually quite struggle um a lot, and it it mm. took sort of yeah hitting a low point to then be like okay, I um I need some help, got some help. And nice. I feel a lot better now and it's good. But, um, yeah, it was probably a, a rocky start for me. Um, my wife, she's much better. She handled things pretty well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I probably just went too into the work mode. Um, yeah. But, yeah, since, since uh, Lila started solids, the reflux went right down. And now oh, it's just, like, right. so much better. And, yeah, uh, we, can, we can play now. She, can, she has a couple of words. And, so it's an awesome time. But, um, oh. yeah, I think. That, that was, yeah, just something for future me that I would, yeah, I'm, I'm more prepared now, I think. Like, okay, it can go like that. First six months can feel like a lot, you know, quite overwhelming. And did you recognize mm. in yourself that it was time to reach out and get help or was that like a conversation? Nah. Why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you didn't? No, I, I, I like to think I'm like pretty emotionally in touch and stuff, but I just had my blinders on. I was like, no, yeah. no, no, it's just – I'll just like I'll work harder. I'll do things more, and I'll be on top of it. Um, and then yeah, I just kind of got to like that overwhelmed, eject feeling. You know, I was like, I, I can't, how am I going to do this? I just can't. You know. Um, and then yeah, I was, I was spinning too many balls, thinking they're all glass ones. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I, I but no, it worked out okay, and um, everything's sweet now. I think just needed a bit of a, a break and a reset. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's so like you just... good reminder to not forget about the dads, right? They still yeah. their life still changes just as much as the mums. Oh, so much. Like your whole and your whole like identity as a couple, doesn't it? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, like I do I really like that aspect for yourself that it's not about you anymore. I like mm. it took me a while to like get into that transition. Um and it's funny speaking to some other mums how that like isn't even that much on the radar, which maybe shows myself or other dads how, like, they're reminded we can be um, to go from, like, individual to collective like that. But, um, yeah, that, that was I, – I like that, actually, to be honest, because it's like, ah, oh, you know, work's not that important because I'm a dad. Like, yeah, yeah it's important, yeah. but it's not, it's not my pillar of identity anymore, and it doesn't yeah. need to be there, where I think, like, men can so easily be like, yeah, I am my job or I am yeah. whatever income I make. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I've never wanted to be that, but it's so easy to fall into that rat race. But you don't have to when you're a parent. You can actually yeah. be more than one thing. Yeah. Do you think as yeah, well, um, so just going back a bit on what you said, like with they often say with mums say we start kind of preparing for the baby's arrival and mm. – um, like getting used to the changes from when you fall pregnant because obviously you're experiencing the changes and the hormones and everything, whereas for a dad, it often doesn't kick in, I think, until they're like holding a baby. Would you say that's totally. true for you? Totally, 100%, because, yeah, you don't you don't have any of that sort of connection or anything like that, mm. and you just it's a purely theoretical thing, right? And I know in my brain I was like, okay, we need a car seat. We need this, this. So it was, I was like nesting yeah. sort of, and I'm like, okay, what do we need? How are we going to be set up? All that stuff, but the actual all the like, practical, um, yeah, yeah, the the emotional side of it, I didn't even realize that. I just I hadn't even considered it. I think in my head it was just this, yeah. I think because it, it went from we can't have a baby naturally, maybe these yeah. drugs will work, maybe they won't, and then Charlie's pregnant, but it's like oh, will this 
will this pregnancy last because yeah. I have had to use these drugs. Constant denial, you know, of almost the situation until mm. like last trimester and then it's like, oh, no, it is happening. And then there's not enough time to do any emotional <laughs> prep because you're just it's going happening for in it. a few yeah. weeks. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and um, and like I was working two jobs at the time because I was like, I'll make heaps of money. So I was doing like sixty-hour weeks trying to oh, wow. build it all oh. up, and it was yeah. Again, in retrospect, probably me being like, that's scary. I have no control over that, but I can do this, yeah. so I'll do this, and, and then I'm yeah. being productive and I'm helping. And yeah, and it's an easy trap to fall into. Mm. Oh, definitely. Just fight. It's a comfort thing, isn't it? You need to find something that you're good at because initially nobody feels particularly good at being a parent, do you? So you just need yeah. something you're, you can yeah control and feel you're doing well. No, you are. Oh, I was going to say, and Tom obviously, like when the kids were born, he just felt really useless and he wasn't at all because mm. he was a massive support for me. But when I was breastfeeding, he was like, I can't do anything. So yeah, wanting to do all the practical things because that's what you feel like you have control over. Yeah, I really liked that um, podcast you guys did with them. Where I, I think he said that, and I was like, mm. "Yes, like that's exactly it." Like, why has nobody said this anywhere else? Like, yeah, yeah, that is the feeling. It's um, yeah. Oh well, mm. your page is and where you can all those people can yeah. find all those little things yeah, as well. Was, yeah, <laughs> as as I figure it yeah, out, so and we so. all figure it out. Mm. And I think also when you've got like a baby with reflux. We like we I don't, we didn't have reflux for a second, but similar thing. He was on antibiotics and was really unhappy. The difference in bonding for my husband between the first, who was an easy baby, and the second, who was significantly harder. Yeah, that would be. Um, like, I, I yeah. actually think like hopefully next next bugger is easier um, because yeah, I think going the other way would be so much harder because mm. you you then have a, like a preconception of what parenting is, right? And then you get yeah. a, a hard baby. Like, what is this? This isn't part of the, the rule book. So, um, yeah, that would be really difficult. Catherine and I both yeah. had um, easy, in quotation, first babies, and that's why we only have a 15-month age gap. And then our second babies weren't <laughs> as easy, and we were like, mm. what have we done? Yeah. <laughs> our first yeah. fooled us. Yeah, that's so tricky. Yeah, yeah, because I think I remember um, it, it's Matt, right, your partner, Catherine? Yes, yeah. Yeah, I think I remember he kind of joked, but also being true, that it wasn't until like six months or something like that that he really felt like he bonded. Um, yeah. And I was yeah. like, Yeah, I think same. he said he didn't love him. Yeah, until six yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Man, like, I, I get it. Like, I get it. Because it actually yeah. is quite, and again, going into that, like, that we don't we don't grow these babies. They sort of come yeah, out and then we've yeah. flung into it. It takes a while to get that attachment. And, and even that, like, I yeah. thought, like, Again, because I always feel like I'm kind of a more emotional guy. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just, like, love my baby straight away. And then yeah. when that doesn't happen straight away, you're like, oh, no. And then you feel guilty. You're like, why? Like, what's wrong with me? I thought this would be. So, yeah, there's all this stuff eh, that just goes in. and um, yeah, yeah, it's a tricky thing. Definitely. It's nice for people to know that it's normal. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Totally. totally and not to jump ahead like I was thinking oh my goodness what if <laughs> what if we always prefer our first to our second <laughs> but actually like there's no difference now but it's hard not to be so irrational at that time isn't I it? think it's like that sleep deprivation oh. like causes tunnel vision to like the worst degree where like oh. tiny things seem huge and like one bad day mm. feels like every day's been bad and it just yeah it just stacks mm. it's only when you get out of it you're like 
Oh, yeah, no, that wasn't actually that bad. Or that was, a, yeah, maybe it was bad, but it wasn't I, really that I've long a period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, you forget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my my brain is protecting me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, blocking it out. Eh? Yeah. Um, how would you say the role of dad has changed in New Zealand, even since our parents' generation? Yeah, I was actually talking. My my dad just had his birthday the other day, and I was talking to him about this um it's quite funny so so like my granddad wasn't actually like allowed in the delivery room at the time so two generations back um so you know he he just went down for beers at the pub um (laughs) and then you know come back later and um and then my dad my sister uh she took eight i've got an older sister she took like 18 hours or something um for labor so then when my mum went into labour, he was like, oh, go grab a newspaper, grabbed a newspaper, um, <laughs> went to the toilet, came back, and I was already out. Uh, I was already oh like 40 minutes. Um, but my whole life growing uh, up, that, that was told as like a funny story. Never any hard feelings to him, just like, ah, ha, ha. Um, and, then, and then I was saying to him, like, oh, man, I went to like the weekend workshop to prepare for it. We did an online course. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, it's just changed so much in three generations from yeah. you're not even allowed in to you're you're allowed in and like you ideally uh, you're a part of it. You're doing all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're the support yeah. person, cheerleader. Like yeah, so um, yeah. It's just that's so a lot. that's so true. I remember I'm number three and my dad left like two hours after I was born because we lived two hours away from the hospital and he had to get back for sharing and then came and picked mum and I up like a week later. And I was like, (laughs) my poor mum. Yeah. And it's like, it's the funny thing is like socially that wasn't like, your dad sucked. That was just no. normal. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and again, like, it's this funny story that's being told. But I'm like, man, if Tomo did that, I'd be like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, yeah, so I guess you're going back to your question. That That's probably one of the big changes, um, I mm. think. And probably I'm, I'll try and be very conservative in this, that I'm making some generalizations here. But <laughs> that those generations – back like dads had a pretty established role where they just went and made some money that was their main goal bring the money back provide shelter anything else was like a a nice bonus you know um and then like sort of my dad's generation it starts blending a bit more you know my mum works a bit Mm. my dad's more involved but again it's a bonus and now we're in this time where like I'm glad like gender roles have all fallen out because I think they're super locked in and not great but we're in a weird time for both both um genders i think and that like Mm. like who's the worker who's the main parent and and they kind of Mm. bleed into and like i i'd say to me anyway it seems like dads now are maybe so they're still in a lot of circumstances expected to bring in the predominant income Mm. not always Mm. but predominant but then they're also like got to be a great partner and also like kind of a counselor for their partner and a great loving dad that plays with their kid all the time. And it's just grown mm-hmm. into this huge thing. And I think likewise for mums now, it's like you have all these mums that have to go back to work now earlier than they would like mm-hmm. to, work yeah. three, four days a week. So they're doing that while they still have the social expectation to do all the mum mum things and all the household things not in every house, obviously. But, yeah, we're in this weird time where, like, it used to be mm. too rigid, but it was like, okay, I'll do this, you do this. And now they, like, flow into each other and it's, like, the expectations. 
And it's everyone probably ends tell. up doing yeah. everyone probably ends up doing more of everything, right? Well, that's it. It's yeah. like you know, have like often I'd say the majority both partners are working in some capacity while still trying to do the parenting, while still trying to like keep their house going. Yeah. So it's, it's, I'd say it's probably harder in a lot of senses. But then I guess one could argue, you know, we have all the gadgets and gizmos and different things try and make life easier. But yeah, I think mm. for just all parents in this time, it is such a unique time. And there isn't a yeah. framework for any of us. Like what our parents did isn't what we can do very easily. So we're just figuring it out. And that's that's hard and it's tricky. Mm. And yeah. Yeah. And the lines are so blurred. Like as you were saying that, I was thinking, well, now there is that kind of expectation of that we do split lots of things 50-50. But that... that that just will all there's always going to be a misunderstanding isn't there mm. whereas I guess when the line was so fixed it was probably far less misunderstandings maybe more resentment but less misunderstanding <laughs> yeah yeah like, like I say like it's there's like it's mainly benefits but it's just that um yeah I'd, I'd say like in a lot of ways we're, we're kind of the pioneers of whatever this is like this sort mm. of time where or even that like you know um like I would get a smack and stuff if I was being naughty um, growing yeah. up. I'm like, that's that's out now too. And we do all these sort of very positive things and for the right reasons, but we're the first ones to really do them. And it's yeah. like, mm. how does it work? Mm. And then we've chucked social media and our kids are being yeah. exposed to on top of that. We're all, we're all just trying to figure it out, I think. <laughs> yeah. It is. And what's your what's your dad, what's, um, what's his take on it? As in, does he feel like it's heading in the right direction or yeah I, I am like and I, I, I had quite an interesting childhood and I didn't know until later on because in a lot of ways the roles were reversed from the typical ones so my dad was like the primary parent and, and most oh. of the time when I was a kid oh, nice. um yeah because he kind of worked from home he does up furniture and then sells it and then that would be like the way he would make money and then my mum would um she like run a cafe um oh, cool. so so yeah so I had a different kind of thing of it so like yeah. for me he was always home and we would always like play and stuff um I think like the house like the washing and stuff probably never got done and things because he never <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't his jam but you know um so yeah he, he's a funny one in that regard um so yeah I don't I don't know it's um it's just different yeah we yeah, haven't yeah. gone into the depths of that of yeah the different parenting styles more just yeah the difference in generations of yeah so much change so on your page you um on your instagram page you share so many great tips i know there's been a few recently about um like white noise and pink noise and things like that um what like i'm guessing you then have lots of people asking you what your top you know top tips are yeah, yeah. for parenting as you're now this the, the guru what do you say what are your top three tips for new parents Probably like my first one, which isn't necessarily parenting and more finance, is to try and like set up some sort of budget so you know like yeah. what your bare minimum is to get by each week. And in that same part, like automate everything you can. So like automate money that comes out to shopping instead of a click and collect. Automate all your insurances because like you'll miss a week, right? Like if you have to transfer from an account to another and you're asleep, boggled mind you'll miss it you might mm. have a payment project or whatever and like you just don't want that kind of stress um I think yeah even though it's not necessarily parenting like if you can get the finance stuff just running yeah. that takes a huge barrier you know out yeah um 
Yeah, which I don't, it's slightly different, but yeah, um, I jumped down a couple potential ones. Can I ask, do you use like one, do you use an app for budgeting or do you just use your like so internet banking? I just and use um, a, a, a Google Sheet um, and it's like what yeah. I shared with my like little budgeting guide. I, I downloaded it. It um, was great. I've downloaded it. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's super basic, but like, it's just, um, when you see like, okay, every week we have this or like every month we have this, let's break it down to weekly, mm, make that money go yeah. to an account. So we don't have to worry and don't get hit with like the $300 power bill at the month and have to try and move it all. We just have like, for us, we have like 50 bucks a week goes into a power account. Great. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, so we keep that like real basic and then, don't be like super strict on it either. You know, we have like our little spending monies and then we have like a stuff I forgot to budget for that we always nice. keep at like 50 plus because every week, you know, you end up going out for coffee you didn't think you would or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Um, and not beat yourself up if you went way over budget and I don't know, you have to dip into savings. Sometimes the savings just goes to zero. That's <laughs> yeah. uh, how it goes, but like not, not get into like, because that can be a thing too, I think, is like, oh, I'm useless. I didn't stick to my budget. It's like, Nah, it's not worth it, but just try and see your behaviours and then, you know, like we put a bunch of easy-to-cook meals and, and that's actually probably another good parent to like have some oven pizzas and stuff in your freezer. That way if it's mm. like if it's a shitty day and you just do not want to cook, even if you've got meat that's ready, blah, 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 if you just want to like grab that pizza and chuck it in the oven rather than going out and getting takeaways, perfect. Yeah. So it's just like seeing that like we saw – we can't go a full week without some sort of takeaway meal, which sounds super privileged, but um, I just we have to have takeaways once a week. We just realise we can't not. So oh, that's yeah. part of the budget now. We just always we got to have yeah um, that we got to have like some coffee money to try and go get a coffee somewhere. Mm. And you just sort of adapt over time. But yeah, if you do a budget, like don't be negative about it. Just be like curious, like. I wonder where the money does go. I wonder how much goes to this <laughs> and this and yeah. yeah. That's a, such an overwhelming thing to do, I think, as well, isn't it? So it's great that you're so on to it. Because I know when I've done it before, I'm always like, oh, God, this is that, especially yeah, on maternity That's why I um, tried to make my like my sheet as easy as possible for myself as well because, like, I hate that kind of – it's just so tedious and you don't want to do it, right? Like, mm. uh, And, like, some weeks we don't do the budget. Most of the time it's, like, week to week is pretty much the same, but you have, like, a new expense or something. But, um, yeah, you got to keep it easy. Yeah, I think with budgeting, it can be quite confronting, isn't it? But it's actually oh, yeah. so good because it makes you think. And, like, it's, we got married at the end of last year, so obviously, like, things were yeah, tight leading up. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, things were tight leading up to that. And then even now, it's because we've found, like, since having kids, it's so hard to save any money, right? And totally. it just – it was just good to like, make me double think and like, especially having the wedding close to Christmas, like with Christmas presents and stuff, I was like, mm. I don't actually need that. Like the kids don't actually need it. And it just made me think more about our money, I guess. Yeah. And that's like, cause that's what I struggled with when I tried, like I tried to budget a couple of times throughout the years, downloading apps and stuff. And they're always like quite confusing. Yeah. I find like, it's like, you gotta do this and this. And I don't know. They're just like, they were hard. So I just needed it to be like, super easy but it's exactly that you're like man like we only have this tiny bit of like expendable income that we can do whatever with and we use all of it on takeaways like is that worth it should we yeah. try and pivot to something else so, yeah. but also like some weeks it is worth it and that's so, it too yeah, yeah yeah that's it where it's um not being negative eh, and just trying to yeah yeah go with it 
Yeah, and I think it's cool, like, um, like Charlie's working again part-time now, and that's super nice, just having that, like, that bit of extra money, because, well, yeah. oh, we, we can survive on this, and now we have this. Oh, cool, we can do stuff without being super stressed about it. Yeah, and it, so, it does, like, yeah. it does feel, like, extra once you get that second income coming yeah, back yeah. in, isn't it? Yeah, I know, yeah. even, like, um, I think we got, like, takeaways two nights in a row, quite recently yeah like oh nice. man we haven't done this in a long time yeah <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Treat you appreciate it more I think. <laughs> um do you have any kind of other budgeting tips um that you could share with everyone obviously the cost of living at the moment is extremely high and it can definitely be a bit of a worry and um, a bit stressful so do you have anything that you could share with us um other than the ones you've already shared yeah, yeah, for sure. I think um, like one of the big ones is that Best Start grant applies to all people that apply for it for the first year. So you're, it's not income based, which is yeah. $65 a week. And I think I, I, I don't believe it automatically comes in. I think you have to apply for it because I know I talked to one parent group that weren't getting it. So if you haven't already applied for Best Start, because yeah, even if you've got heaps of money the first year, you still get that $65 a week. Um so yeah, that, that's just an instant bit of money. Um, another one is like if your partner's yeah on uh, maternity leave and that reduced payment drops your income down to a certain threshold, you're more than likely able to get an accommodation supplement, especially because you now have a dependent so your things go up. So like it's worth applying for an accommodation supplement. And even if they take it away once your partner returns to work, it's still just, yeah, you might've got 65 there and then maybe you got 40 there. And all yeah. of a sudden you have, you know, 105 to play with so um yeah i think like just applying for that stuff it's there you just have to go spend the time and get it and yeah a lot of that stuff people qualify for and just have no idea um and then yeah the other ones is like which is kind of in my main budget thing is just like look at who your power company is yeah because often you're getting a crappy deal um most people have like a three month for free or like different discounts when you join up and don't do like um, the bundle deals where it's like power and internet together. They're not, they normally only give you like a $20 discount where if you do two different providers and stack the deals, yeah, true. you just save on both of them. Um, yeah. yeah. So that was a huge one. And then insurance for us as well. We save like $1,400 a year um, by switching over. So we were with state, hopefully I'm allowed to say the names, but yeah, we were with state and then, um, Trade insurance, weird, but they're actually tower insurance, but through Trade. I yeah. don't know, but um, yeah, they do like way better, like deals for the exact same thing. Oh wow! Um, and then if you if you like are able to, and you can put a thousand dollars away in an account, then you can raise your excess to a thousand for say your cars. Yeah. And if you raise your excess to a thousand, your premium drops for like thirty five percent. So if you're paying for a car and it's you probably don't even know, but if it's like a grand a year or whatever. And you just drop that by like 30 to 40 percent you'll make back that grand within like a year or two that you've got in your excess yeah like you know you stack over the different cars and like hopefully you're not crashing your car anyway yeah, so yeah. it's yeah <laughs> that kind of stuff you can save so much with so um yeah because i like literally when i wrote out the budget i was like man we spend a lot on insurance mm. man we spend a lot on power and internet and then i was like oh i'm just gonna start looking and i was like well and then yeah when i stacked it all up the different things we did we saved, I think it was 5400 annually, and we didn't, like, lose anything. We just oh changed gosh. providers and shop deals. Yeah, that's, so it was, like, that's a massive, so good. Like, massive um, saving. 
Yeah, and, and it's funny because, like, yeah, you, you think of something like Best Start that's, like, $65 a week, and then, yeah, maybe accommodation supplement. You might only get 20 and you're like, oh, yeah. But when you stack all these different things, if your power is suddenly $100 cheaper a month, so that's 25 yeah. a week, you yeah. put that one on and that one on, all of a sudden you have, like, an extra 200 a week. That's that you didn't so have many takeaways. Like breathing room. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. All the burger fuel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So it's, um, and yeah, I think that was the wild thing to me was that like, it just, it took a little while to like find the best deals and stuff, but it didn't take that long. And we got the same stuff for way cheaper. It's like, oh man, we've like, you know, we've been, we're flatting before we got this place and we've been with these different providers for so long, just mm. overpaying. Cause I was just sort of like, oh, well, it's working. Too hard it's basket. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, man, it didn't take that long to save that much. And do you think it's worth looking like re-checking yearly to see like yeah well, um, so or? like our internet provider we we got like three months for free when we joined up mm. and they were doing the best kind of price and that's just about to expire now so i just went and looked up they no longer have the best deal uh two degrees is a better deal so i'm gonna go over to two degrees now because nice. um, it saves again it's gonna save us like 180 a year it's not a whole lot but it's 180 a year and again when you stack it all up yeah, it adds up. So um, yeah, I, I what I did to make it easy is back when we switched to these guys around with My Republic right now, I literally put on the calendar a year from now, contract ends, and then mm. I put like one month reminder, and then I just forgot about it, and then I saw it like three weeks ago. It was like contract ends, and I was like, oh cool, okay, I better start looking. Like I was, the calendar is the bomb because I just do that all the time. Like anytime I think, oh yeah, I need to think of this in like three months. Yeah. Cool. I check on the calendar. I don't have to worry about it. it doesn't have to be in here anymore. And then oh, that's such yeah, a good reminder. Go. Yeah, mm. calendar is like just just do it. Put it in. Yeah, yeah. Need to get better at that because, like you said, it is just easy to be like, oh, we've been with them for a while now. Like, we'll we'll just stick with them. And it's only until you like move house that you're like, oh, actually, we should see who is giving the better deal at yeah. the moment. Yeah, I couldn't believe like we were with um, Trust Power initially for like power and internet. And the difference in power, we got like the fridge sort of thing. They gave you like a fridge when you joined up. Yeah. But it was like a difference of 11 cents per kilowatt, which is huge. Mm. Um, like it was instantly $100 a month. We, we used a lot of power, so we were like $290 um, a month with Trust yeah. Power. And then we switched over to Contact, and they do like um, three hours for free from 9 p.m. to midnight. Nice. So you do like all the washing and the dryer and the dishwasher in that time. So yeah. it costs nothing. Um, and, and our bill's like 160, 170. I'm like, That's man, huge like, trust powers is taking our money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so it's, um, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's a great tip to fight doing those things during your hours of free power. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, that one's such a um, like I, I just again like have an alarm 8:50 p.m. Put the things on, and then you just and I actually like before maybe you know you're tired and like oh, I can't be bothered loading the washing like oh, i can't be bothered putting the dishwasher on mm. but now like oh no it's free i'll get up the alarm goes off yeah put it on the next day it's like cool like we have clean washing yes like yeah. maybe i would have left it so it's just that little push to um go do it but yeah i mean all these things happen organically over time if like there's a new parent listing that's in that first like couple months don't worry about don't it don't worry do about it do. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> These Come back to it this time up. next year when you've got a bit yeah. more capacity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And everything goes out the window with a new baby, doesn't it? Because you're like, oh, my gosh, we need the room to be exactly 37 
like or whatever it is what is it 22 degrees Two. Not yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. your child's room is yeah. 37 degrees that's why my power bed is so much <laughs> are you trying to make it look like i uh, feel like they're still in the womb <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah oh god Oh, oh, thanks, Logan. That's yeah. That that's a great tip. I need to get on yeah. to that. Maybe that's a Sorry, job that's that you can like give the dad, and then they can feel useful in those early yeah. days. Totally. And again, yeah, that's it. Like, and that's what I did. But um, yeah, yeah, dad's feeling not useful. Go tell him to like find the best insurance and find the best power, and he'll probably dig it. Because like for me, yeah, when I saw the money we were saving, I was like, yeah, cool. You get like a little dopamine hit. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then you would have stacked it up. I was like. Holy, like, that's like a car, like five grand. You can yeah. literally buy a car from that. Yeah. Wow, you're just paying it. So, um, mm. yeah, it's, but, or even like, mum, if she's, you know, like, not feeling completely brain dead and just wants some sort of mental stimulation, yeah. just like, go on a computer website and look at different power companies and be like, is this mm. the best deal? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, at the end of the podcast, we like to ask our guest, guests, what's one parenting thing that they couldn't live without um so what would yours be it's gonna be a probably a, a silly one but it, it's white noise which i think i've done some instagram no. reels on yeah. but um man white noise is just like it's how dust heaps it's so good like we've got two little dogs and they bark all the time oh, like yeah. white noise masks there um yeah. i'm at the point now where like if i'm working in auckland i have to put white noise on my phone to sleep because <laughs> i'm so linked that sound so you're not so basic just having like some form of white noise machine i don't recommend using your phone as the white noise machine because if it dies or you need yeah. it or you get a phone call or you have an alarm you forgot about we because we originally did that so like go buy one or like i don't know get an odd phone and just do it that way but don't mm. have it connected but um yeah man that is so good like it, it is so good us. White noise is actually something like when I had my kids, my mum, like my parents were like, what is that? Like we never had yeah. that. But it's amazing how many people when we ask this question say white noise is their yeah. favorite. Yeah. I think just one other one that's kind of similar to white noise in a way is like if Bubs isn't sleeping, go for a car drive. Yeah. You know, the vibrations. Because the amount yeah. of times we're like, Alo Lila is like, she's been still kicking six hours, wake window just won't go down. You chuck her in the car, and then I was like 10, 15 minutes, put her on a podcast with like a really boring guy talking. Yeah. And there's the <laughs> own voice. And she's just, she's out. Oh, like, I, the amount of times me and Charlie have just like driven for like an hour and a half just around Bay of Flinny. And actually that's like kind of a good couple time because we're like, how are you going? Yeah. What's up? What's happening? You know, yeah. like, we just do our little drives and like, cool, she's, she's finally sleeping. <laughs> so, um, we, you know, um, probably my other one. Someone we interviewed said she used to do that every day for the nap and she'd like pull into a McCafe, get a coffee because it's a drive yeah. nice. coffee and then, yeah, go for a lovely drive. Yeah. Mm. It's, um yeah, I mean, obviously you've got to pay for it in gas, but yeah. if, if Bubs isn't sleeping and that gets you a nap, <sighs> man, like I'd pay like $100 for that some days, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you're not getting that time, it's like, heck yeah, I'll use yeah. some gas, no worries. <laughs> like, totally. Yeah, so that's probably the other one. Nice. That's um, that's something to budget for, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just accommodate for that. The car drives for sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that and the um, late night feeding online purchases. 
Yeah, that's dangerous, and it's um, one that we've struggled with sometimes, not me, but somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always knew if you'd had a bad night when, like, three days later all these parcels turn up and you're like, oh, yeah. whoops. <laughs> I remember one time, like, opening, opening the door and there's, like, six things from trade mules sitting outside. I'm like, how are we affording this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so true. Oh, thank you so, so much for chatting with us, Logan. That's been a great insight into dad life. Um, Thanks for having me, guys. And, um, yeah, thanks for doing your your one with your partners as well because that was a really cool one to hear at the time. I think I was, like, struggling a little bit. It was cool just hearing them talk about it, you know? Yeah. I think they were, like, low-key really stoked that you made a reel out of them as well. Yes. Cool. Not even low-key stoked. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked. Oh, thanks so much, Logan. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, If you did, you would really appreciate it if you could like or subscribe um, wherever you listen. And you can also find us on Instagram at parentpod.nz. Uh, We hope you have a great week. See you next week. Bye.